1: Special edition of the NASCAR and NBC podcast. I'm your host, Nate Ryan. Today we have an IndyCar driver. We are here at a restaurant in Uptown Charlotte and joined by Simon Pagino. Simon, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. First of all, I just got to set the scene here. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a luncheon with Joseph Newgarden. And yeah. I, I don't know if you uh, expected to have your Team Penske teammate here, but it seems like this has been rather enjoyable for you guys to actually watch us interview you simultaneously
2: yeah yeah it's 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 fun to um (coughs) be together here because we can uh we can chat back and forth it makes it actually more interesting for you too i think Um, you get to see the personality a little bit more Um, usually it would be a straightforward interview but uh, here you get to see the inside jokes and everything that's going on behind the scenes. We can actually tell that you guys like each other. Yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. It's uh, it's quite unfortunate because we'll probably be best friends in a in a different life. But uh, we do have to beat each other on the track sometimes. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting relationship. You know you. You are a teammate. You have to work together to a certain point, make the team and the car the best you can. And then when comes race day, it's made the best win. So um, right. it's an interesting uh, uh, mindset you need to have and be able to switch back and forth. Uh, it's definitely, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's what's interesting about our sports and relationship. Did you know Joseph very well before he came to Penske? No, not very well. I had uh, done um, uh, events and uh, interviews with him before and... We always had a a liking for each other, for sure. But uh, I got to know him way better now. And
1: obviously, you you mentioned it would maybe be better if you guys didn't like each other actually it's (laughs) probably better that you guys like each other so much because you can do these goofy (laughs) autograph war uh, Twitter battles if people haven't seen it I would certainly recommend going to the IndyCar or Team Penske Twitter account you can probably find us I guess
2: you go either on Joseph's uh, Joseph Newgarden uh, Twitter account or my Simon Pagino uh, Twitter account or Instagram and you're going to find all the all about it
1: you definitely need to check out the most recent video in which Simon pranked Joseph and Joseph just uh, declared that that was the end of the autograph battle because you came up with the ultimate autograph i don't believe he declared defeat
2: <laughs> he will never never accept defeat so i don't know i'm
1: I'm still ready <laughs> talked about this a little bit lunch but explain to me like how does one get the i don't know the was it the indianapolis police on your side how does one commission a, a police car to to chase down a fellow driver and give him a ticket with your autograph
2: it's not that easy <laughs> 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 we put a lot of strings but uh hayley my fiance, she uh She is an incredible uh, person when it comes to uh, relationships and uh, she's loved by everybody in the paddock and uh, somehow she knew that someone was a cop that's actually working in the paddock. He comes as a volunteer and uh, for a team and uh, she knew him and then asked him one day if he could help out with uh, a situation and uh, the situation being the prank on Joseph. she co-- she she managed to get him to uh to help us and uh he <laughs> said i have just the right guy because he said i don't want to do it myself because joseph is going to recognize me but i have just the right guy with the perfect sense of humor so mm-hmm. uh there you go NDPD did a an incredible job uh you know i think it's it, it was great to see that uh cops can be also very humoristic and mm-hmm. uh and I think in these day and age, it was great to see as well.
1: Yeah, definitely a lighter side, which uh, yes. we see often from you on social media. We also see it through uh, the Penske games that Team Penske organizes and does with all their drivers and tweets this out. We also just talked about Fish Lion, which <laughs> has been another recent Simon Pagino <laughs> meme that has emerged on Twitter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, it you know I don't do it on purpose. That's the funny <laughs> thing is I was as you were saying that I. S- I cannot believe <laughs> <laughs> the interest uh, from people about uh on me just because I say stuff like that. It's just uh, it's just funny. T- you know, you try to be you try to be perfect and you try to uh interest people with uh what you should be saying and it turns out to be not the interesting stuff people just want to see the side the real side of you and and who you really are so it's it's quite interesting
1: so the goofy funny side of you (laughs) that comes out on social media is just sort of a byproduct of just you being yourself it just translates that way yeah
2: it's just interesting you know social media has definitely changed the game you can show a different side of yourself you know without people thinking you're not professional that's that's the biggest thing is i think drivers and myself in general i'm a very professional person and i won't When I want something on my race car to be faster, I'm going to be working as hard as I can to get it. Or if I don't feel like I'm competitive enough, I'm going to work twice as hard to to get it done. But there's also another Simon that not many people know. I would almost say that I have a double personality. (laughs) Uh, And Haley is the one that told me, hey, you, you have to realize that the reason why you have so many friends and the reason why my family loves you so much is because... Who you are is actually what's interesting. The racer, yeah, but you filter everything so nobody gets to see it. And with social media, by luck, it's actually showing and people are buying into it, I guess, uh, yeah. just by following.
1: Haley is your girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Fiancé. Fiancé. Yeah. Okay. Fiancé, okay. yes. Definitely clarify that. <laughs> and is she from America? She's from San Diego, San Diego California, okay. yes. Okay. Oh, that's right. We yeah. just heard that there's a Jimmy Johnson connection yes, there as well. Absolutely. Okay. And you're from France, Simon. Uh, d- do you feel as if... You know, showing that other side has helped you maybe gain a lot of fans through your personality and your performance in those those videos that maybe you've, you've gained some loyal fans in America that maybe you wouldn't otherwise have as somebody from Europe.
2: <laughs> i tell you what, I, the thing that impresses me the most is uh, since I came to the U.S., and I came to the U.S. in 2006, so it's a while back, but um, mm-hmm. I always felt very welcome. I always felt, I'm not sure it would be the same for an American driver in France. I have to say. I'm amazed with people. There are a lot of American people that pull for me, uh, rather than another driver that may be American. And it surprises me so much. It's, uh, it's a great surprise. It's, it's fantastic to see uh, how open-minded you guys can be. It's, it's fantastic. But uh, I, I do think that you know what's happening on social media has been a big boost uh, for people to get to know me better and, and, and my following for sure. And, and I just think uh you know I see people walking around with those hula hoop t-shirts <laughs> hula hoop <laughs> on a regular day cuz I said that one day and now apparently there's a fish line uh, t-shirt being made <laughs> and people are buying it it's incredible um <laughs> uh, so I'm 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 myself. I'm taken aback. I just can't believe. I just had no idea that's what people were interested in.
1: Well, that's really cool that people have been <laughs> um, have gravitated to that and have connected with that. But I haven't covered a lot of IndyCar races, Simon, but it would strike me that all of this stuff that we see, that side of your personality, I mean, the, the Penske games are done at Team Penske, the shop. Yeah. I would think at the racetrack, again, I'm not there very often, but are you serious as a heart attack when it's... Race day, when it's practice, when it's qualifying, you're probably not doing the, the goofy <laughs> social media no. stuff as much now. guess. Okay. That's,
2: that's what some people get caught off guard because, like, before a race or just before qualifying, I'm so intense that uh, I won't be very friendly um, at, in occasions. Just because I am so dedicated to my sport that in my life there's nothing else more important than giving a hundred percent. And to me, when I step out of the race car, I want to say to myself. I gave it 100%, and I can only be satisfied. If I'm not satisfied with myself, then I beat myself up really bad, and I have to improve. That's my personality, my professional personality. Other than that, I I would say, other than the briefing and debrief we have with the engineers, other than that, I'm pretty relaxed. But uh, you'll find the real Simon most of the time outside the racetrack.
1: And I would take it you've been maybe a little bit more relaxed uh, this month at Indianapolis, it's gone well. You qualified second. We were just talking about how you were you were on pole until Ed Carpenter knocked you off, and it seems like things have gone well, which has been maybe a, a departure from the first few races yes. of, of 2018.
2: Huh? It's been a tough year. Uh, yeah. You know, no 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 hiding behind it. It's been uh, funny in many ways. New car, uh, new aerodynamics, which to me have nothing to do with what's happening. Uh, <laughs> but everybody, I'm sure, wants to blame that. Well, right? of course. Yeah. You know, it's uh, this obviously. There's been good performance but it didn't show, uh, just because the results is not there, but there b- have been great performance. I have also have a, a very new team, we've had a lot of turnover on the, on my race team, on my race crew, so uh, a bit of a new team that we have we have to build. Great, there's a great atmosphere, it's fun. The moment is going to start really rolling, we're going to have great success, it's just it's going to take a little bit of time. We've had bad luck on our side, unfortunately, so I'm trying to... Uh, Kicked the monkey off my back, <laughs> like we say, and I feel like this month has been really great. Right. I, I really feel like we've hit our stride, and I feel like uh, it's been fun. I've la- I've smiled every day. I'm happy, and somehow the universe around me is just uh, much nicer, and yeah. I think it may be, may be related.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good, uh, because as you mentioned, I mean, your, your results haven't really been indicative of it seems like where you qualified, because... I think you spun a couple of times already yeah. on the first line yeah. and that's not you that's no, just no
2: that's that's funny you say that you know Nate, my uh, my record is actually I'm the least cra- I'm the guy that crashes the least in history of Indica <laughs> really I don't know if you knew that I did but not know uh, that no. um, just percentage wise yeah percentage wise wow. uh, in the history so it's uh very surprising. It's the stats are changing all of a sudden. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, in a not twi- any of you doing here. Not any <laughs> of my doing. In yeah. 2017, I finished every single races in the points. Um, uh, never crashed. I had one crash in two years in 2016, for example. So, yeah, surprising. None of my doing got crashed into it is what it is. It's racing at the end of the day. And, you know, you're going to go through cycles. It's like life. Y- we all go through cycles. Good days, bad days. and You just have to look forward, be positive would come back and
1: it's funny because obviously Simon, I mean, predominantly indycar races um, the street car street courses the road courses and that's where your bad luck has been this year and then you get to an oval where yeah. this is not your background we were just talking about that that like your your dad is still getting used to the fact yes. that Man, this is what my kid does for a living—is runs 240 miles an hour into a corner. <laughs> 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 How different is it, I guess, competing in Indianapolis versus the the background where you came from? I know you've run Le Mans. Yeah. Obviously, France has a huge history of road racing and that tradition there. Very
2: much. So actually, my my real passion originally is rally racing. Oh, uh, really? So oh. the World Rally Championship—like oh. that's that's actually my first. That's my passion for for cars, and then. Uh, there was a a, a racetrack, a road course track that got built next to my house, so started racing circuit. I've always loved it. I started racing these kind of tracks when I was eight. I'm 34. Uh, <laughs> I started racing on oval when I was 20, uh, so 2012 or 28, you know. So I only have six years of experience on Ovo. Very limited amount of running on uh, on an oval. So I'm picking it up. I'm I'm getting better every time I go out. And uh, now I feel like. I'm at the level where I can expect to win every race on oval, which is a new thing for sure.
1: What kind of race do you think we'll see at Indianapolis? Time mean, because I think I have he- heard you say that with these new cars, uh, when you're in traffic, it's it's a little diceier. Like you can yeah. feel like your front downforce just goes away. Yeah, it's I,
2: crazy. I I personally like it better. Um, I, I like it's it more better. More difficult. It's more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot more pedaling. You know, you have to really modulate the throttle when you're behind someone. It's not flat out racing no more or restricted plate racing, like <laughs> right. we recorded uh, here in Charlotte, but right. it's uh, it's a lot more about how you apply the throttle and release it to make the car turn to the corner, you slide a lot. Um, I like it. The tire management is going to be a big key of the race. Track position. I think if you're in the clean air, it's going to be much better for, for tire management. So um, I'm lucky to start up front on the front row, but uh, I expect a very different kind of race. But you'll see when the green flag drops, there'll be a lot of passing. There's going to be a lot of action um and I hope I hope we can be the, the one chosen by the rights
1: definitely looking forward to it uh I know you got to get some more stuff we just got two more for you first is uh, I just want to tell you that the Jeff Gluck 12 qu- question series yes. is mostly with NASCAR drivers that was fun and I, you can look back I'm not just blowing smoke here I tweeted this like your episode was maybe one of the best ones Jeff's well, ever done. So I'm wondering, did you get any feedback? And and you kind of had a little fun with Ty Dillon's question about like why I are did. why are car drivers <laughs> so bad, man? <laughs> but like you had some fun with that. Did you get any feedback? I guess from the NASCAR world on you know, that.
2: Well, he still is the most punchable face <laughs> in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I get you, I'm I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Good luck at the 600. Uh, yeah, no, I've I've had great uh, great comments. I've seen tw- on my Twitter. It's been uh, it's been phenomenal. The the. Um, the, the the return I've had from it. It's, it's you know, I love interviews like that that are different interviews. I right. love that you know, we always get get asked the same questions about how you feel about the race, how is it gonna go and, and sure. all these questions because yes, that's what we do. But it's also repetitive for us. So when you get asked a different kind of question that becomes fun. And you can really go for it. And uh, I've personally decided I'm going to go for it and say exactly what I think. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, we appreciate that. And yeah, Jeff does a great job with those questions. I'm, he I'm does. glad you were, you were one of his subjects. Maybe this one isn't one you've been asked before, but if you win the Indy 500, I know you're a wine connoisseur. You were just telling Joseph Newgarden you know how to throw a championship party. I do. What, what, <laughs> what kind of bottle of vino do, do you open up after you win
2: the Brickyard? Wow, I tell you what, that day, I'm going to spend a lot of money. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Uh, first of all, I don't think I'm going to go to bed that night. We have an early picture the next day for the winner. And I'm going to party all night. <laughs> uh, don't go to sleep. No, I, I, <laughs> I probably won't. I'd, be, I'd just be jumping everywhere. There's probably somebody's bus is going to burn down. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot of action. Um, they're definitely going to take my whole team to uh, to a party. We, we put a s- we'll throw a party together, either in a bus lot with fireworks or... Uh, or downtown Indianapolis, we will see. But uh, and then when we come back here, I'm going to party with my friends here in Charlotte, and uh, probably have a big party on the lake.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad I'm covering the Indy 500 for the first time in three years because if, <laughs> if Simon Pagenaud wins, I'm, I'm really going to enjoy the aftermath. Yeah, you better,
2: better enjoy that one. Yeah.
1: Thanks again for being here. Thank really you. appreciate it. Uh, enjoyed this conversation. Uh, as always, if you are listening to the NASCAR NBC podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating or review. Also available on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. If you have any feedback, please send me at my Twitter handle, at Nate Ryan. Thanks for listening to the NASCAR NBC podcast.